What's up guys? Mike Puma here with another Marketing Monday and today we've got something really special. I'm actually taking Jonathan who usually does all of our filming from behind the camera and putting him on camera. Jonathan, join me. Awesome. <laughs> what an entrance. You gonna roll in? Yeah. What's the plan? <laughs> Should I roll in from this side? So today what I wanted to do was get a video professional in front of the camera because one of the big things that we push here for all of our agents to, to do that are comfortable with doing it is get on camera and film, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we always kind of, the pushback we get is, oh, the lighting's not perfect, my hair isn't perfect, I can't film, whatever the right angle, should I hold the phone here, should I get up here? And they're so concerned with the details that they're not even really focusing on the point, which is video attracts attention, which gets them what they want as far as business goes, right? So I wanted to bring a professional on there. What is your best advice to an agent? Does it matter if they're filming with a phone or a device? I would say no, and the reason being uh, specifically because the ability of what a phone has these days is just, it's incredible. But I think the main point of getting that content out isn't based on how perfect it looks, it's based on the value itself that you're trying to do. You're, you're actively making an effort to, to try to bring value to, to your people. Um, you know, for me, when I started out, uh, obviously I didn't do it perfect. I'm still working on trying to make my, my videos better and better and better as I can. But the starting point is the key. Um, I think Gary Vee talks about it all the time, is you just have to start. It doesn't have to be perfect. All that stuff uh, will come as you learn. You'll start finding your niche, you'll start finding your style. All that stuff comes along with it. Actually, a really good example is uh, Jessica Beggins, one of our agents over in Tampa, in South Tampa. Um, she started doing it. She had a really difficult time getting in front of the camera, and her stuff is amazing. I'll actually put a link to her stuff here. So check some of that stuff out. Just isn't a good example of where to start. Yeah, and I think, to Jessica's point, you know, her first video, 50, 100 views. Last video, pushed almost 1,000 views, right? From free, no money behind it, 1,000 people watching. Um, so, great advice. I think the point Jonathan's making here, get in front of the camera, bring value to your consumer. Don't worry about the lighting, don't worry about your hair, don't worry about all of that. Just push out content, right? So any piece of advice, what, what should they do or not do from a, just a filming perspective? Is there anything you can tell them that would help them? If they wanna go out today, right now, grab their phone and shoot a video, should they shoot it like this? Should they shoot it like this? Like what, what is the best advice you could give them to film themselves? You know, Mike does a lot of preaching, uh, especially with the type of platform that you're shooting on. That is incredibly important. He talks about how different it is when a consumer is looking at Instagram or Facebook or, uh, or YouTube. You know, it all will depend on the platform that you're bringing your value to. If you're shooting for Instagram, you want to hold it in portfolio mode. That's just how the platform is built, especially with IGTV coming out. But a couple of tricks, just really, really simple things. If you're you know, filming yourself, doing a selfie, you want to hold it at eye level or higher. Uh, you don't actually want to hold it too far down. You always want to be facing the light. You don't want to actually, I see a lot of this mistake happen all the time where people will try to take sunset pictures in front of a sunset and they're taking a picture with the sunset behind them, the light's actually hitting the back of their head and you can't really see their face. But when you are shooting, make sure that the sun, uh, a light in the room, whatever it may be, is actually facing your face. Just keep practicing that and eventually you will find um, the, the right lighting situation that you're looking for, depending on where you're shooting. 
Um, but that's the rule of thumb. Always shoot with the light facing you. And what about duration? Because duration is something that I get asked about all the time. Oh, does my video need to be under 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, two minutes? They all have this different kind of expectation of what of how long the video should be. What's your take on that? Short and sweet. The reason why I'm saying that is because this generation's where we are these days. People are moving really, really fast. Think about Instagram and how quickly you scroll through stuff. You need to capture their attention. You have seven seconds to get somebody's attention. You have even less than that in video form or even on, on social media. So the shorter you can get it and the more quick to the point that you can get it will be definitely more beneficial for you. So. Yeah, I think it's important to note that on Facebook and Instagram, three seconds is what they consider a video view, mm -hmm. right? Three seconds. So if someone watches it three seconds, they count that as a view, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's important to note. I also would keep in mind with your duration, if you are going to just film something with your video camera on your phone, right, and store it on the phone, you could go longer and then edit out, right, using Pick Play Post, which is an app, it's free, go download it. Um, that'll allow you to edit and cut, so you could actually film you know, five minute video, take a 15 second cut of that and use that video for multiple posts if you really wanted to. If you're just gonna grab it and go live on the platform though, um, I think Jonathan's absolutely right. Keep it short and sweet, five, 10, 15 seconds. And if you're on Instagram, you only have 15 seconds in story, 60 seconds in the feed. So, um, okay, here's a thought for anyone who has a listing right now. It's gonna take the right seller, but if you have a seller that is comfortable getting on camera, I would grab your phone or tablet, doesn't even need to be a professional camera, sit them in the house and actually let them tell you their story of why they bought the house that they're selling, why they're moving, why they loved it, you know, they loved that it was close to the kids' school, they loved how they had a playroom, they loved, you know, all those things. Let them tell the story of why they bought it and why they're moving. You're gonna eliminate any doubt, right, that could be potentially in a buyer's mind of, of why are they moving? What's wrong with this house? It's beautiful. Why in the world would they leave it? You're going to eliminate that question. And at the same time, you're going to create an emotional connection with a potential buyer. Um, so that's my final thought. If you have questions around filming, feel free to reach out to me or Jonathan, and we're happy to help. But the punchline of all this, go out and start doing. Stop making excuses. Go execute. And I promise it will help your business. If you have not done so already, hit that subscribe button. We'll catch you next week.